Hi, good morning, and welcome to the Daisy Take. I'm your host, Daisy Elizabeth, and I want to welcome you here. I want to thank you. If you're new here, hi and welcome, and I hope that you hit that subscribe button or click that little check mark and never miss an episode. And if you've been listening, thank you so much, and I appreciate you, and thank you for sticking with me. Information for today's podcast comes from wikipedia.org, npr.org, deadline.com, people.com. Um, it's taken me a little while, not that long, but a little while. Today, I'm going to talk about the death of your friend and mine, Matthew Perry. I'm still in shock and I'm still sad. And death is so final. Like we will be able to relive his moments through his movies, through friends, obviously. But death is just um, final. And I was shocked to hear that he passed. You know, that's our destiny. You know, we live and we die. There's no way around it. But we're never going to know when it's our time. And I think he was marvelous. I loved him. I truly did. He, it was like a friend of mine that died, you know, no pun intended. Um, someone just very close to me. I think there's a lot of people that felt that way. Matthew Langford Perry was born August 19th, 1969. He was American Canadian actor, and he was best known for his role as Chandler Bing. Oh my God. (laughs) I just love him. On the NBC television sitcom Friends. Now Friends ran between 1994 and 2004. But what you may not know is he also appeared on Ally McBeal and received a primetime Emmy award for his performance in the West Wing. the West wing in 2003, he did the Ron Clark story in 2006. He played a leading role in the NBC series studio 60 on the sunset strip. Now I've never seen that one, but I did see the Ron Clark story and he was good in that. He was good. Um, you may also know him from Fool's Rush In with Selma Hayek. I just love her. Almost Heroes, Three to Tango, The Whole Nine Yards, Serving Sarah, The Whole Ten Yards, and Seventeen Again. He was in a lot of movies. He was also co-creator, co-writer, and executive producer and star of the ABC sitcom Mr. Sunshine, which ran from February to April, 2011 in August of 2012, he starred as sportscaster Ryan King on the NBC sitcom go on. Um, he was also in the sitcom, the odd couple, and he portrayed Oscar Madison and he had reoccurring roles in a lot of legal dramas like the good wife, the good fight. Uh, Perry portrayed Ted Kennedy, the Kennedys after Camelot. 
and he had appeared as himself in his final television role, Friends the Reunion. And he also voiced Benny in the video game Fallout New Vegas. Now, I've never uh, played that video game, so I don't know. But I think his resume was so impressive. This man had a talent for making people laugh, but he could also do serious. I mean, this man had quite a talent. Matthew suffered from severe addictions to drugs and alcohol. And through his recovery, he became an advocate for rehabilitation and a spokesperson for the National Association of Drug Court Professionals. Now, I think this is very telling for somebody who is in a spot like that. Like, he had all this fame, all this money, and friends basically just shot him to the top. He was on the top of the world. Um, it's just when you have an addiction or you love somebody who has an addiction, it's very difficult. And I know this from my own personal experience because I'm going through it at the moment, not for myself, but for my youngest. When the addictions get to be so strong that you just, she just loses a part of herself. And then the whole family loses as well. Now, if you watch friends throughout the years, you can tell where Matthew or Maddie, <laughs> I love that. Um, he would gain weight and then he would look very thin and then he would look a little, you know, like he gained some weight and then he would look thin. And I was um, looking through one of his interviews and it said that that's where he, you could tell he was using because of those specific times. And I don't exactly, it was on YouTube somewhere. Um, I don't exactly know. But if you kind of watch the TV show, you can kind of tell. In 2022, he released a memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, a statement on the Matthew Perry Foundation, a single-page website launched on Friday, describes its mission as the realization of Matthew's enduring commitment to helping others struggling with the disease of addiction. And they did have the Matthew Perry Foundation. And from what I understand, he helped a lot of people get off drugs. Like he did a lot, you know, like you want my help? Yeah, I'll help you. He seemed like he was very down to earth, but he seemed like he was very lonely. He wasn't married. He didn't have a girlfriend that I know of um, and no children. So maybe he was just lonely. Now his parents separated when he was a year old and his mother married Canadian broadcast journalist, Keith Morrison. 
and I believe he's on 2020 or something, you know, Keith Morrison, if you heard him, you would know the voice. He has one of those distinctive radio telestory voices. I love his voice. He was raised by his mother, mostly in Ottawa, but he also lived briefly in Toronto and Montreal. And he attended Rockcliffe Park Public School and Ashbury College, a boarding school in Ottawa. He had four younger maternal half-siblings, Caitlin, Emily, Will, and Madeline, as well as a younger paternal half-sister named Maria. His siblings would stand and applaud him for early performances. Now, by the time he was 10, he was misbehaving. He stole money, smoked, let his grades slip, and beat up a fellow student. And I don't know how true this is, but this is what I read. He, he beat up a fellow student, future Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Matthew Perry later attributed, attributed this feeling like a family outsider who did not belong when his mother began having children with his stepdad. I was so often on the outside looking in still that kid up in the clouds on a flight somewhere else. Unaccompanied. By age 14, he began drinking alcohol and was drinking every day. And by the time he was 18, he started playing tennis. Now I know they said the day he, the day before he died, he was playing, um, pickleball pickleball i think that's what it is i <laughs> i wouldn't even know how to play i know it it, it all kind of looks the same to me it kind of looks like um squash or tennis but they were saying that that was what he was playing before he died and he started to play tennis and he was a top ranked junior player in Canada with the possibilities of a tennis career. However, at age 15, he moved from Ottawa to live with his father in Los Angeles where competition was tougher. So I guess at 15 years old, he studied acting at Buckley, a college preparatory school, Sherman Oaks, Los Angeles, and graduated in 1987. While in high school, he took improvisational comedy, improvisational comedy classes at LA Connection in Sherman Oaks. Perry's commitment to a pilot for sitcom called LAX 2194 set in the baggage handling department of the Los Angeles airport 200 years in the future. Now this initially made him unavailable for a role in another pilot, six of one later called friends. After the LAX 2194 pilot fell through, he had an opportunity to read for the part in six of one and was cast as Chandler Bing. He was 24. 
I believe he was 24 when he got that role. He was the youngest member of the main cast after making the pilot. And while waiting for the show to air, Matthew Perry spent the summer of 1993 performing on the Wilmstown Theater Festival alongside Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, Friends was huge, and it made Perry, he was like, Matthew was like an international star. Like, everybody knew his star. And he also had co-stars Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer. They were making a million dollars an episode. The program earned him an Emmy nomination in 2002 for the outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. And then of course he appeared in movies such as Fools Rush In, Almost Heroes, Three to Tango, The Whole Nine Yards, and its sequel The Whole Ten Yards, Serving and Serving Sarah. In 1995 he and Jennifer Aniston appeared in a 60 minute long promotional video for Microsoft's Window 95. <laughs> Such a long time ago. He he did so many things. And it was just so amazing to me. This man had such a talent. And I, I will be honest with you. When I heard he passed away. He's my age. And I had to take a step back and go, wow, I guess it's that time. I guess it can come around and happen to any one of us. I mean, <clears throat> I of course don't want it to happen now, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> it just, it, it still just really shocks me. It really does. In February of 2001, Matthew paused production of Friends and Serving Sarah for three months so that he could enter a inpatient rehabilitation for addictions to Vicodin, methadone, and antiphetamines, and alcohol. He later said that due to his substance abuse disorder, he had no memory of the three years of his work on Friends. In 2018, Matthew spent five months in a hospital for a gastro for a gastrointestinal perforation. During the hospital stay, he nearly died as his colon burst from opioid abuse. That to me is shocking because I actually didn't know that could happen. I have had a few issues, but I've always steered clear of opiates. I don't want to take them. I am actually terrified of taking them because I know that they make you feel good. You don't feel any pain. And while well, you want to keep that feeling going. So he had his hospital stay 
and he almost died when his colon burst. He spent two weeks in a coma and used a colostomy bag for nine months. Upon being admitted to the hospital, doctors told his family that he had a 2% chance of survival and he was connected to an ECMO machine. And I can't say it, so y'all will have to look it up. Two years later, while attending rehab in Switzerland, he faked pain to get a prescription for 1,800 milligrams of Oxycontin and was having daily ketamine infusions. And this is kind of what shocked me. He was given Propofol in junction with surgery, which stopped his heart for five minutes, resulting in cardiopulmonary resuscitation, CPR. That resulted in eight broken ribs. He paid 175000 for a private jet to take him to Los Angeles to get more drugs. When I read that, I was just like, what the F? Really? You did that? This is what I'm saying. The addiction that drugs has on you and your life, it not only takes a toll on you and your body, it takes a toll on your family. Because I have to be honest with you, I connect so well. I don't understand what he did because I've never been addicted to drugs, but I, I can connect with his family and friends because I'm going through it now. And you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach every day. Is this going to be the day? I mean, I'm almost living every day now like, when am I going to get that phone call? When am, when are people going to show up at my door saying that my, my child is gone? That is what the addiction does. It not only hurts the person, it hurts the family. In 2022, he estimated that he had spent 9 million on his addiction, including 14 stomach surgeries, 15 stays in rehab and therapy twice and a week for 30 years. He had attended approximately 6,000 alcoholic anonymous meetings. In 2011, he lobbied the U S Congress as a celebrity spokesperson for the national association of drug court professionals in support of funding for drugs for drug courts. He received a champion of recovery award in May, 2013 from the white house office of the national drug control policy for opening Perry house, a rehab center in his former mansion in Malibu in 2015. In 2015, Perry sold the mansion and relocated its service during the COVID-19 pandemic. He launched an apparel line inspired by friends, which proceeds donated the World Health Organization COVID-19's relief fund. 
that to me is he did so many great things. He, that's what he wants to be remembered for. He said in an interview that he didn't want to be remembered for friends, that he wanted to be remembered for helping, helping people who had addictions. I have so much sadness, so much love and so much anger. Like you were a brilliant light, Matthew. Why did you have to go? Why did you have to do this? Everyone loved you, but your addiction was stronger than the love that we have for you. On October 28, 2023, Matthew Perry was found unresponsive in his hot tub and was pronounced dead at 4.17 p.m. at age 54. The cause of death has yet to be determined, and I don't know if it has been determined at this time. I know last time I checked it was not, but maybe it has now. On October 30th, 2023, Matthew Perry's Friends co-stars issued a joint statement. We are all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We are a family. There is so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfav—I can't say it. Loss. <laughs> In time, we will say more, as when we are able. For now, our thoughts and love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. Matt LeBon Le Man, I'm having problems this morning. Matt LeBlanc wrote a touching tribute on Instagram. You're finally free. It is with a heavy heart I'd say goodbye. The times we had together are honestly among the favorite times of my life. It was an honor to share the stage with you and to call you my friend. I will always smile. Oh, sorry. When I think of you and I'll never forget you. Never spread your wings and fly brother. You're finally free. Much love. And then he added a bit of his humor like Matt does Matt LeBlanc. And I guess you're keeping the 20 bucks you owe me. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. You know, um, Jennifer Aniston wrote a very touching, if you look at her Instagram, you'll, you'll find it. Um, I'll read you the last part of it. I can hear, I can't read you all of it because I will start crying. Um, I love you so much and I know you are completely at peace and out of any pain. I talk to you every day. Oh, sorry.
sometimes I can almost hear you saying, could you be any crazier? <laughs> um, I didn't mean to get so emotional. It just hit me when he passed. It just, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I didn't know the length of his addictions because you think that famous people, oh, you know, they have everything. What could they possibly be missing? Obviously something was missing in his life. Addiction is hard and the struggle is hard and the struggle is real. I would give anything for my youngest daughter to come up to me and say, I have a problem. I'm addicted to drugs. Please send me to rehab. I used to never share that story. I used to hide it because I thought how embarrassing, you know, but now I don't think it's embarrassing. She is my child. And I love her. And um, I didn't expect this podcast to go this way today. So I apologize. But I think that his family probably felt the same way. Even though he had a nice home and he had nice cars and he had a place to live and he had millions of dollars in the bank that didn't stop him from being like everyone else. And he was a beautiful soul. And I am going to miss him. To his friends and family, to his co-stars, I just want to send my sincere sympathies. Even Prime Minister um, Justin Trudeau, Canadian Prime Minister, who was his classmate, he paid a tribute to him too. <laughs> Everyone has played tributes around the world. And when he was promoting his memoir, he was praised. He praised the ending of the tracks music video. So cool for the hugging featured. And I mentioned, I always put, don't give up because you shouldn't give up. Following Matthew Perry's death, the national philanthropist, Serpic Trust established, uh, established the Matthew Perry Foundation to support people suffering from addictions. I wish I could get in touch with them for my daughter. But she has to want it. And I just have to keep praying. So I want to thank you for joining to me, uh, the Daisy take today. I'm sorry. I got so emotional. I, 
I want to extend my sympathies to his family, to Matthew's friends, to all the people that loved him around the world. And I want to thank you for joining me. And thank you for letting me get emotional. And I'm so sorry. And I should never apologize for being emotional, but sometimes <laughs> I get emotional. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Join me for Murder to Missing Monday. Be kind to one another. I love you. Bye.